thank you for joining us this month for Bill Purvis Leadership. In this month's lesson, we will explore your inner genius and use the creativity, imagination, and the talents and gifts that God has given you. All right, I want to welcome you today and tell you that today's going to be an exciting lesson for you and I because we're going to grow in some areas that I haven't talked about in a long, long time. In fact, I don't know that I've even looked at this kind of uh, insight that I want to give you today. And, um, and so I'm excited about learning it myself. So I'm, I'm looking forward to you joining with me, okay? We're going to talk today about releasing the genius inside of you. Now, I know sometimes you may be thinking, well, I, I'm not that smart. I don't have genius in me. And yet the more I'm looking at how we're designed, I find out that we have a God, obviously, who's genius and, uh, and has done some ingenious things. But he's also put within us some unusual creativity and some what we would call genius. And that's said in a positive way. I think about Noah. Okay, that's a Bible character I like to use. Noah had to build an ark that would carry two of every kind of animal on the earth. Now, there were no blueprints or models that he could look at when he designed this giant boat. God gave Noah the specific blueprint on how to build the ark. But Noah had to use a lot of his own creativity when he assimilated those animals once they were inside. He had to manage the animal kingdom long before Disney World ever existed. I mean, just think about this. You wouldn't want to put the lions next to the gazelles or the deer. Uh, you're not going to want to put the alligators next to the chickens. So he had to use his inner uh, genius and creativity when it came to planning out that kind of task. I believe that every one of us, every single one of us, have some creativity inside of us. We're uniquely created by a creative God. We have an inner creativity uh, a creative likeness within us uh, that is so much like our Father. And so if we, didn't, if we didn't have that within us, think about this. We wouldn't have the arts. We wouldn't have technology or scientific advances, uh, business models, engineering, the tools and the products that we have. Uh, we, we've created all of those things because there's something within mankind that lets him see things that are unseen and be able to develop those and put those in a tangible uh, way. And so... Uh, it's, it's really in, incredible when we look at it. All of us have those certain talents or abilities that God blesses us with. Now, it's up to us. That's the problem. It's up to us to figure out what that creativity is within us and, and how to best use it. And, and it's sad, but most people let other people determine their own value or worth. And they let the world guide them into a mediocre life or convince them that they're just ordinary, that, that there's nothing special about you. You're just kind of the average Joe. And there's nothing to be further from the truth. So today, in this lesson, I'm going to inspire you to tap into your inner creativity and to use the genius in you, the imagination you have, the talents that you have, the gifts that God's given you. I want to teach you how to do it, okay? Let me give you a couple of Bible verses. Ephesians 2.10 is one of those verses that I think we, we skip over, we look at, but we forget to look at it in depth. When the Bible describes us there, it says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works, that is for all those things that God wants done in this world accomplished, not just in the spiritual matters, but in all the other areas of life that, that are necessary to function. And he says, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says this, As each one of us has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now we think of serving like that or using our gift to you know, worship in music at church or uh, pray for someone. People have used their gifts in many other ways. They've used their gifts to create machines and, 
and things that, that keep uh, us living longer. They've used it to, to help us to advance uh, in, in transportation. They've used it in all the sciences. We use our gifts in so many ways that I think we just don't acknowledge. Here's the deal. Throughout the years, personally, I've been blessed with good ideas and thoughts of how to see things differently or creatively. Sometimes people tell me this, oh, Bill, you have an ability to see around the corners. Now, what they don't realize is some people consider that a special gift and they'll discount their own ability to get outside the box or consider ideas that are not common. Maybe it's a fear of failure or being different. For whatever reason, I don't think most people use their imagination. I don't think they stop and explore what God's given them, and that's why they never explode with their gift. And so this lesson is going to be really different for you, okay? We're going to take a journey. We're going to take a journey into how creativity works, what it does for you, and how to expand it in your life, okay? Now, I'm not saying that everybody is going to have the IQ of Albert Einstein, but everybody does have a unique, powerful way that the brain thinks through their own problems or faces the challenges they face, and they overcome those. We're always inspired by those stories of the people that, you, you, that, you know, all the odds were against. It seemed like the mountain was above them. The world was caving in. And somehow they did something very exceptional. And we like those stories. Well, the problem is that most people don't see that they have that same ability in themselves. They view it in the life of others, but not themselves. Buckmaster Fuller said this, Everyone is born a genius, but the process of living de-geniuses them. And, and uh, that could very well be said of many of us. Let me give you some nine habits of creating uh, that genius or developing that genius within you, okay? And these are, I wish I was so, they're, they were original, they're not. Uh, these came from an article that Wayne Dyer actually had written when he noticed people's lives that were different and that they had found a part of their self that they never were thought to be when they were earlier in life. Here's what they said. Number one, um, basically they said that genius is potential that lives within you. And it lives within other human beings. You'll have moments in your life where you do something really unique and it surprises you. That's the genius coming out. There are times when you have a unique or brilliant idea. You implement it uh, even if those around you uh, don't understand it. And then you look back and say, that was a fantastic move. I can't believe I thought of that. That really worked. And perhaps you created something that was really astonishing or and, and you amazed yourself, and yet you thought, wow, that happened once in my lifetime. I want to teach you how to turn that on. I want to teach you how to focus on it and dial into it so that you can be able to go to that place in your life and pull out the genius you need or the creativity you need at the right time in life, okay? Now, there's no such thing, I think, as, as luck or accidents. I think that we live in a purposeful universe, and so there are things happening to us and around us, and if we're more aware and we're attentive and alert, I think we can find out that there's something in us that can show up different than it ever has before, and it can make a huge impact. So looking at those nine habits of the uh, creativity, here's what they are. Number one, declare yourself to be a creative genius. I mean, just, just know it on the inside. Now, you don't have to go out publicly and say it. You don't have to walk up somebody today and say, hey, I'm a genius. But that's a statement really about the belief in your God who is a genius, who is creative, and who wants to reveal his mysterious ways. And he's given you a miraculous gift. And he has a unique path and a destiny for you. And so that's really you're proclaiming that there's something in me that's going to be able to do what I could have never done had I not tapped into who God is and my plan and my gifts. And so 
you don't have to prove that you're a genius, nor do you have to compare yourself or your accomplishments to other people, but you do have to believe that you've got a unique gift and that you have a purpose to be used in this world and that you're unique among all the other people ever created in the entire history of creation. And so you're just as valuable as all of them. It's a matter of finding out who you are and believing first that you are. Number two, pay attention to your own thoughts. Now, make a conscious decision to listen more carefully to your inner insights. No matter how small or insignificant you may find them, these thoughts, which you may view as silly sometimes or unworthy of attention, they're your own private personal connection to your path. Thoughts that seem to persist, particularly if they relate to new activities or adventures, they're not in your mind by accident. Uh, those, those tenacious thoughts that just don't go away, they should be viewed by you as an indicator or an illuminator that your calling and purpose is found in them. Don't ignore that constant idea that keeps coming up. Don't, don't disregard an imagination that just persists that you act a certain way. If you will follow that, you will find your destiny. Number three, step boldly in the direction of your inner intuitive inclinations. Now, I've often said it this many times, um, trust your instincts. Uh, learn to listen to the inner voice in you. Uh, most people tell us, in fact, that there's a study done by, um, by um, policemen that say many times a person will find themselves in danger and they'll say, I, I had a sixth sense. There was something intuitive. There was some red flag that came up prior to that moment, but I ignored it. I disregarded it. And so I want to encourage you to learn to listen to your inner voice. Take constructive action toward implementing those things in a positive way. If you sense, I ought to be doing this. I ought to reach out to someone today or there's some need that I have that, that I, I think I can find a solution for. Listen to it. Explore it. Take a step in the direction of expressing what your creative impulse is. If, if Steve Jobs had not done that, where would, where would we be? If, if Bill Gates had not done it, where would we be? In, in every area just about, you'll find that there are things that we use today they were created by somebody who one day sat down and said, I'm listening to what's going on on the inside. And so I encourage you to do the same thing. Number four, believe in the validity of your thoughts. And there are times that we doubt ourselves and we are our own worst enemy. Sometimes the, the, the person living between our ears is, is the one that limits us the most. You need to recognize and know that any thought and all thoughts that you have regarding your skills, or your interests, or your inclinations, your imagination, all of those thoughts are valid. And you, you need to reinforce the validity of your thoughts. Keep them, keep them private. You don't have to go out and tell everybody, but you need to tell yourself because they're between you and God. And you need to, you need to keep them in that spiritual domain. Uh, you don't have to introduce them to your ego, uh, and, and you certainly don't want to expose them to the ego of those around you. But that means that you'll also be able to say, I know that what I think, what I feel is based on something, some kind of a logic, some kind of a past experience that maybe I'm not aware of at the moment, but something inside of me is telling me that there's someone alive in me that's able to guide me. When the Bible talks about even in the Christian realm, that uh, in spiritual matters, it says that we test the spirits. We will know by our own spirit. That is, you will, you will get a feel whether this person is trustworthy or or that's a venture you ought to invest in. Or that's a direction you ought to take. Listen very carefully. That's part of your creativity, and God wired you that way. Number five, here's a real secret to it. Cultivate 
gratitude, being a priester of, of life. Remind yourself this. Remind yourself that aligning with the spiritual pull in you is how you're going to find your gift best being used. Uh, be a priest of your life and refuse to have thoughts of hate or worry or fear or anger or judgment. When you do that, that hinders your potential. Uh, listen to that instinct within, the warning within, and then focus on those things. Paul said that once. Whatever things are positive, whatever things of good report, if there's any virtue, think on those things. And he's saying the same thing. That's literally the more I explore the good, the more good seems to come to me. The more I explore the bad, the more bad seems to come. There's an old saying that whatever you focus on, you will feel. So I can, I can change my feelings by changing my focus. And so if I will look within and allow that spiritual creative side to be explored, I can find myself in a happy place. Number six, achieve a state of childlike wonderment. Now, what that means is this. Practice in your life radical humility. Learn how to take no credit for your talents or your intellects or your aptitude or proficiencies. Be in a state of awe. Uh, constantly be, be bewildered by things. Learn to, uh, learn to never lose the wonder of it all. Even as I sit here right, right here talking to you and observe in my own life the experiences of the past and the words and thoughts I have right now that come before me, I'm in a state of bewilderment that I can, these thoughts and these ideas were given to me and are in me and come out and you can grab those and resonate and perhaps you can be liberated because of it. And so uh, be very humble in your inability to know where everything comes from. You don't have to know all the answers, but practice radical humility. And give credit everywhere in this world except to your own ego. Don't feed that monster. Number seven, remove doubt and resistance. Now, here, here's how that is. When you remove uh, resistance, uh, basically you're opening up your creative genius. Uh, resistance always shows up in the form of your thoughts. Watch for the thoughts that convey your inability to think of yourself as being good or productive are successful. When those thoughts come up, they're coming from fear. They will, they will make you doubt your ability. They'll reinforce to you those negative thoughts that others have told, told you and that perhaps you felt. You felt. Uh, have there have been times that you want to try something and though you may, have, you, you may have done something 10 years ago and failed, if you want to start something tomorrow, somehow that failure 10 years ago wants to jump up and remind you, you tried this before it didn't work. And so learn how to get beyond that. Remove those doubts. It's time that you explored on the inside a new venture and the skills you have. So any thought that challenges your ability and says you can't, that's a thought you don't want to hold or let settle in. Number eight, look for the genius in others. Pay attention to the greatness you observe in as many people as possible. And by the way, if you don't see it at first, spend time with them and you'll find that there are people that you may not agree with or you may not understand, but they have within them as well some things worth learning from and noting. That's why I say, by the way, parenting is one of the greatest things in the world. Did you know that as a parent, you can shape and guide and fertilize and bring out creativity in your own children that maybe they, they would have never found any other way? You're the, you're the master there. You can teach that. And who loves them more and can, can do that with a better heart and a purer heart than you? And so look for the genius in others. 
when you see something going right, tell them that how well they do. When you see something that they've done that you say, I wouldn't have thought of it that way, validate that in their life. You'll get more of that. In fact, the truth is, is the more you validate other people for their creativity, the more you plant the seeds of good toward them and affirmation, you'll be amazed how that they give back to you. And so there are a lot of people that I know that have lived their life in a negative world, surrounded by negative people, living with negative thoughts. And what they don't realize is they they have that, that's their harvest. See, whatever we whatever we use grows and expands. If we operate in fear and negativity, we'll grow deeper and stronger in fear and negativity. If we operate in love and encouragement, we'll grow deeper and stronger in love and encouragement. So find the direction that you can you can say, I choose to think good. I choose to think positive. I choose to find the good. And you'll find it in others as well, which helps to come back to you. Number nine, simplify your life. Now, what I mean by that is take the complications, the rules, the shoulds, the must, the have-tos, the, and all that stuff out of your life. Uh, uncomplicate your life. Remove all those trivial pursuits that occupy so much of your life. And open up your channel for the happy traits. What gives you a good return? What gives to you a better feeling? What makes you feel more alive? One of the most effective techniques for simplifying your life is to take time each day, 20 minutes in silence and meditation. The more conscious contact you have with your own mind, with your own spirit, your own imagination, your own nature, the more you're going to see changes that you need to make and dreams you need to pursue. I was reading the other day where a a whole list of about 50 of the world's greatest leaders, that every one of them, Take 20 minutes or more each day for what they call think time. And in that think time is where they figure out what they did wrong. They see themselves. It's like looking in a mirror and how to change. They also see things around them better. And they say, I wouldn't be where I were today had it not been for the 20 minutes I spend each day in solitude, looking within, and think time. So I challenge you to do that as well. Now, those are things that Wayne Dyer had given, which I thought were fantastic. Now, you also want to learn to maintain that creative genius. If you find it, how do you maintain it? Well, as you begin to recognize your creative thoughts and insights, the key is this, remain humble. Remain humble and stay in a constant state of gratitude. Your creativity has has nothing at all to do with your ego mind, okay? Be ever grateful to God. Be grateful to God for providing you with His gifts. Be grateful to God for giving you His guidance. Be grateful to God for all that he's already done for you. And you know what will take place? Opportunities, good things, will begin to grow and come toward you. Those who attribute their inspiration and success to their ego don't realize that what they're doing is they're losing their own capacity. Uh, if, If you live your life with the approval and the attention of other people and you just want to be noticed by them and you get proud, that's the fastest way I know to derail your life and get off track. So remain humble. Be grateful. And look at everybody through the eyes of how you would want them to treat you. Treat them first the way you'd want them. Gratitude is that sacred space in your life where if you allow it to really thrive, you'll find the power and the gift greater than your own ego at work, and you'll find good things come your way. Now, that's what I say about doing that. As you begin to think about and go through your life and begin to realize these are things that I can do, here's what will take place. You'll begin to drop some baggage. Life won't be as difficult for you. You'll discover that within, there's a lot of potential. And so I encourage you to find the passion for saying, I want to be creative. My, my hope is that 
even at this stage, that you'll say, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look within and see, what have I ever done right? What is it that I've, I've done that I've said, that was a good idea. I came up with that or I imagined that and I employed it and, and it actually worked. And, and go back and celebrate that. Think through that. Enjoy that. As you begin to do that and you start thinking, what other things can I do? How can I make things better? And looking at the world in a different way, rather than how difficult it is, thinking, here's what I want and how can I find that? When you begin to move in that direction, you're going to find that you're almost like a child on a playground again. You're getting to dream again. And it's sad that sometimes we lose the, the, the wonderment, we lose the innocence, we lose all of the creativity that we had when we were a child because we've been so beat up by life or disappointed or rejected. And I want to challenge you to go back to that, okay? Um, it, the truth is, is, is there's something within you that is awesome or God wouldn't still have you on this earth. So it's up to you to stop and say, I'm going to find that out. And I'm going to explore life to the best I can. And so I challenge you to do that. Just like Noah had to say, okay, God, I built the ark according to your plans. And I've got all these animals inside. Now I've got to stop and figure out what's the best way to put the right one to the right spot so that they, they don't devour one another and we can get off this thing safely when the storm is over. And he was able to do it because he had within him creative skills just like the God who's creative. You look around this world and see all that God's done and how creative he is. And yet he says we're made in his image means that you have that too. Look for it in others. Find it in yourself. And you'll have a life that you enjoy every single day. Let me pray with you for just a moment. Father, thank you for everyone today who is listening and who wants to grow in their leadership. And Father, while we've never talked about creativity before, I pray that today that you would open our eyes and let us go down that path and find the grace to look at areas that we think we could make a difference in and to find in our own life those dreams coming alive again. And I pray, God, that for everyone who's listening today, that you will bless them with special grace so that they may find the purpose and use their gifts for your glory and for their own satisfaction and fulfillment. In Jesus' name we pray. We hope you have enjoyed this lesson. This month's lesson is a great reminder that each of us are uniquely created by a creative God. Have a great month.